you the final play. Take me through it. Well, I'm the best corner in the game. When you try me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that's the result you're going to get. Don't you ever talk about me. Another episode of the Master Plan. Whew. We are getting ready for week four. So at this point, the NFL season is really coming together. So week four, you know, in the old 16-game schedule, as, as most of you know, was a quarter way through the season. So, you know, it's a pretty good judge for where your team's going to be at. Week four to five, you know, if your team's 0-4, your team... Probably not going to be very good. If your team is 2-2, two and two, average with an upside or a downside. 4-0, probably going to be pretty good. 3-1, probably pretty good. <coughs> so, obviously, today is Mastering Money, um, our sports segment where we do sports betting. Last week, I will have you know, we'll go over them briefly to start the show. So, last week, as you all know, the week... week Week two, which was the first week we did this, we didn't start week one. We started week two. Week two, we went zero and five, which 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 was not good. Week week three, we went three for six, so not bad, not a bad week at all. Um, three out of six. The Browns covered. Uh, the Ravens did not. Titans covered. Patriots lost. Um, Cardinals covered. Raiders nearly covered. I was very disappointed when Miami drove down the field, scored, and tied it up. I was very disappointed in that. That <coughs> that hurt. Because if they hadn't scored, I, the Raiders would have covered the spread. So, uh, <laughs> that was disappointing. Um, but altogether, not a bad week. Three for six. You know, perfectly average, I would say. All right. So, with that being said mastering money for this week if i had some sort of you know how they have this like the intro intro music sometimes like the you know colin coward has like the time is net like something like that i wish we had that here we don't um it's not because the budget isn't big enough it's just because i don't know how to do that i don't know how to procure like i don't know something like that also our audio i mean listen it's a microphone it's it's good it's just not we're not on a sound stage. We're in a dorm room. So, you know, let's us. I wish, but, you know, we can't always get what we want. All right. The first game of the week that I have picked. So, uh, sorry, let me get back. To get back really quick. <coughs> the first pick of the week at 1 p.m. on Fox, the Washington football team takes on the Atlanta Falcons in Atlanta. I'm taking the Washington football team minus a point and a half. So, honestly, that's pretty good odds for the team that's being favored, right? 
basically, if Washington wins by two points, I win. Which, you know, typically teams don't win by, you know, one point, right? So pretty much if Washington wins by more than a point, I I, I cover, I win, I win, I win, I win that pick. Um, listen, Washington, like, we already covered this game uh, yesterday. And Washington's a good team. I think this game could be closer than we think. But I think Washington's going to come out and win it anyways. They've played some good teams. And they haven't looked horrendous, right? That that's that's an important point. Washington hasn't looked horrendous so far this season, right? They're one and two, but they're like a decent one and two. They've won some. They 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 beat the Giants in a, in a very good game. Um, they lost the Bills, but they didn't play bad. They were just outplayed, right? So I don't think the Washington football team is a bad team, and I also feel like their defense kind of kind of needs a game to really get back to where <coughs> back to where they were. They need, you know, a, a four-sack, couple turnover game holding Atlanta to, you know, 10 to 20 points. They need that type of game, I think. Um, and I think Atlanta's a good team for that to happen against. I, I don't love their offensive line. Their offensive weapons are good, but Matt Ryan has them playing great. I think he can play better. Um... But I just don't think Atlanta's very good. I just don't think they're a very good football team. Like, comparing these, both these teams are one and two, Washington's way better, right? So to say that, you know, obviously Atlanta could win this game, but more likely than not, I think Washington's going to win this game. And if they win this game, it's a very good chance they're going to cover the spread. Um, I just think it's a safe pick. I think, you know, you we know what to expect out of Washington. They're going to put up. 20 to 30 points. Atlanta really has had trouble scoring this season, and their defense isn't great. Um, I, I think that I don't know. I, I think that there's some there there is some you know there is some worry in me, but I think it's a pretty safe pick. I think Washington winning by a point and a half is is one of the bigger uh, one of the bigger steals of the week. So I'm taking Washington at minus one point five. All right, next up, Detroit Lions at Chicago Bears. Bears, so the point spread, I don't know which one to trust. I think it's Bears. I think the line moved. Um, the line moved. So I'm just going to change it real quick. I'm still going to take the Lions. Uh, it went from three to two and a half, but I'm still taking the Lions. Um, I like the Lions. I think the Lions are a good team, right? We consider that the Lions just lost to the Ravens on a 66-yard game-winning field goal by Justin Tucker. So the all-time, you know, he broke the all-time record. Um, and Chicago doesn't know who their quarterback is, right? Will Nick Foles step into the game? Like, maybe. But it doesn't really matter. Like Nick Foles maybe can be talented for a portion of the game, but you have to remember that this Detroit Lions offense has a lot of potential, right? And also, I feel like we're not. You know, I'm reading so so. I sometimes some of these picks have uh, like a pick analysis by one of the Fox Sports guys. So the pick the pick analysis from Colin Cowherd. And personally, I like Colin. I like his show. Um, I just disagree with him. I wonder where the Lions are emotionally after that devastating loss at home to the Ravens. That's a tough loss. 
One of my rules is I hate betting bad teams and crossing my fingers, uh, so I can't side with Detroit here. So my thinking with that is I don't think Detroit is a bad team. You you come in, you know, basically a, a couple of seconds away from beating uh, a playoff team from last season and a playoff team probably from this season, for this season. I, you're a good team. The Lions are a good team. Listen, remember, they've – <laughs> they've lost two games by one possession, right? And they lost to the Packers at Lambeau. So they've played two out of three good games, right? They've fought hard. And even in that first half versus the Packers, they were close. We're talking about a team that hasn't won a game, a team that's hungry to win a game for their new head coach. Chicago, they have no clue what they're doing at the quarterback position. Like at the quarterback position. They have no clue. Well, you asked Matt Nagy today, what are you doing at the quarterback position? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Andy Dolan, you look at the play calling he made for Justin Fields. You think his play calling is going to be any better for Nick Foles? Like, I think we can all agree, I'm not so sure Nick Foles is more talented than Justin Fields, right? The guy hasn't played a snap all season. I don't believe he finished the end of last season. So, I'm not a big Nick Foles fan right now. I think the offense has been struggling a lot. The Detroit defense isn't great, which is a concern, but they seemed to play well last week. So, I really like Detroit here. I like them to win the game overall. So, I'm going to take them with the points. Um, it's not a lot of points, but I just think that Detroit's better, the better team here. They're ready to come out and get a win for their head coach. So, I'm taking Detroit at plus two and a half. Next up, we got the Titans playing the Jets. And I'm going to take the Titans at minus seven. Listen, the Jets this season. Let, let's go to the Jets. Um, so, again covers.com backslash sports backslash NFL does a very, very good job. Um, so that does a very, very good job, by the way. So, <coughs> so, um, let me just go to, uh, NFL. Wait, hold on. Sorry. It's around here somewhere. Uh, teams I'm just going to go to the Jets so the Jets this season haven't covered the spread once right? Number one very important the Jets have not covered the spread once this season. Which team is better the Titans or Denver? Titans right? They're going to run the ball on the Jets they're going to have a lot of success running the ball Tennessee right? Is 2-1 against the spread this season Right? And the only game was the game they lost. Right, They're minus seven. So to say they're going to win by a touchdown, the Jets haven't been within a... They, listen, the Jets kept week one close, but they've been more than a more than a, a two-score difference in weeks two and weeks three. Right? So they're not a great team. The Titans are well-coached. They're well-versed. They know what their game plan is. Right? They know what they're doing. So, I I think to say that the Jets have a chance at, at covering the spread, I think it's pretty – I don't love that. I think that the Jets, in my opinion, are, are, are maybe the worst team in the NFL. I don't think they would be. They might be the worst team in the NFL. And listen, the Titans just had a very, very good game against a good Colts defense. The Jets' pass defense isn't great. Tennessee is some, at least a over the top guy, and they have a great running game. 
Um, and their defense is going to be, I mean, listen, their defense is going to be great to hold the Jets to a couple points. So I'm thinking Tennessee at minus seven. To me, that's kind of a no-brainer. I just, I think this is a very, very solid pick um, based on you know, history this season and in the past. Next pick I'm taking, I'm going to take the Ravens at plus one. Um, it, It's moved to ha- minus a half. Uh, whatever the spread is, whether it's even or favored to the Broncos by a bit, I'm still going to take uh, uh, the Ravens. Listen, Denver this season is 3-0 against the spread. But they've also played teams that are 0-9 combined this season, right? Basically, this game is telling you, hey, which team do you think is going to win? Do you think that the Ravens will win or do you think that the Broncos will win? Listen, the Ravens are the better team here. Their defense is good. And their offense is challenging. Um, they never have a great game against Detroit. But I expect that whole Marquise Brown, like that Hollywood Brown situation to be figured out. I expect him to catch more balls, and I think that will make a bigger difference. To say that the Ravens won't win this game, Detroit, Denver, it's at least going to take Denver a quarter, maybe a half. To, 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 to look at the, the 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 Baltimore Ravens and say, oh my God, these, these guys are really good. It's going to take them time to adjust, right? So I think that that's going to be too much. I think that Baltimore wins the game. So listen, they're one and two against the spread, but I still think they're the better team. Um, I'm taking Baltimore to win, basically. That's what it's saying. Um, yeah. And the final team for this week that I'll be taking... I'm taking the Green Bay Packers over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Green Bay at minus six and a half. So, listen, Green Bay is a very good team, I think, at this point. I think we can all agree with that, right? It's in Lambeau. Right? Green Bay is 2-1 and one against the spread. They've won <coughs> the last two games against the spread. Pittsburgh, on the other hand, is one and two against the spread, and the, and that's only when they've won in week one. Pittsburgh offensively is anemic; they look horrendous on offense. Green Bay on offense, meanwhile, they look like they figured it out. Without T.J. Watt, that's a big loss for the pack for the Steelers. Let me just check T.J. Watt. I think he's still. I think he's out. It won't make a difference. Um. It's a groin injury. So, I mean, he might play. He won't be full health, though. Um, and I just think that the Packers offense, they'll put up 20 to 30 points. It's at home. Pittsburgh can't keep up with that. Now, I am taking them at minus 6.5, which is quite a bit. But I still think they win by more than a touchdown. I don't think this game is very close. Like, I'm listen, folks, this uh, this should tell you, I want the Vikings to make the playoffs. So every game the Packers lose is good for me. If I'm telling you to pick the Packers to cover the spread, I think that says a lot, right? I, I think that speaks to the confidence that I have in the Packers to cover the spread. So I got Green Bay covering the spread. Listen, they're at home and they're playing a bad Steelers offense, a defense that has been shaky. Green Bay seems to be figuring stuff out. So I'm taking the Packers at minus six and a half. 
On the other half of the break, we're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, and everything more. Thank you, and be sure to tune into that second half. Hello, and welcome back. You know, what would be nice, and I'm just going to say this. Listen, I put up the same sponsor every time. And it would be nice to have another sponsor just to give some variety, wouldn't it? That's just me. That's just my personal opinion. I don't really care about the sponsor. It's not a big deal. Listen, the only reason I put those in is because it's a nice way for me to transition from one segment to another. And I don't, A, A, number one, usually, and you guys know this, I don't do segmented shows because I usually like to cover one thing. But the issue is, is when A, I'm recording on a Monday and then a Tuesday for the week review, it's kind of hard. I can't do that all at once. I don't have the time. And then for these, I can't, I can't extend mastering money to a full episode and I'm not, I I don't want to put out a 15 minute and a 30 minute. That seems to me like a waste. So uh, it's a bridge, right? Cause you guys know that on the predictions episodes, if those don't run over half an hour, I don't throw anything else in there. I just, it's just the episode. Um, I mean, nice to get something else than just anchor, but I do love anchor. I, let's be honest. I do love anchor. Um, it's a great platform. Anyways, I digress enough about me. I'm not that important. The Kansas City Chiefs are one and two. They are last in the division. I I don't love the way Patrick Mahomes is playing. I'll be honest. I, I will be fully honest. I am not in love. Week one, he played great. He played great in week one. Week two... He played well. He didn't play great, though. He played well. I mean, listen. I take that back. 24 for 31. 343 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. That's a great game. But I just feel like Patrick Mahomes, right, is, is, I mean, he is the, he is the, the favorite child. Like, he is like... How to put it like I guess the best way to put it is this way you have a mom and a dad, right? Each have kids from previous families, right? And they have a kid together. That's Patrick Mahomes, love equally by both these parents because it's both of their kids, right? That's Patrick Mahomes, everyone in the NFL loves him, but no one is out there to. To criticize. Like, no one's going to jump up there and say, like, hey, Patrick, like, you completed 61% of your passes, you threw two interceptions, quarterback rating of 81, and you were throwing 5.9 yards per attempt, right? Not great. Like, against, against Los Angeles. Now, oftentimes, you know, he doesn't have great games against the Chargers. That's true. But that was a home game, by the way. And Andy Reid, you know, who knows what's happening with Andy Reid. Actually, let me see if I can Google it. Andy Reid. Um, okay, he says he's back. All right, so listen. I don't know. To me, I've never loved when Patrick Mahomes freestyles because I think that 
my least favorite thing he does is that the no look because he to me is just a little not blase but he's so cocky about it like i love watching him do it and when he does it it's it's awesome but to me it feels like he does it just to do it just to show off and he misses throws like he makes bad throws like it was one game i think it was either against I think it was against Baltimore. It might have been against someone else. He made a sidearm throw and went off the top of the, the receiver's hands. Now, most people would say, well, that's the receiver's fault. Like, like, you know, he's got to catch that. And and maybe so. But if Patrick Mahomes is looking at him, he can deliver a better ball and lead his receiver. Like, if the receiver was wide open and Patrick Mahomes had the opportunity to make a good throw. He's a talented quarterback. I just think that he's recently gotten a little bit too cocky like he makes these deep throws that are, i'm like i'm looking at i'm like ew like that's not a good throw not a good decision he has nine touchdowns and three interceptions like it's good not great like you look at that and you say well <coughs> it's it's mixed it's a mixed mixed bag you know on top of that the chief's defense has given up 29, 36, 30 points every game. So their defense has been horrendous. Seven yards of play, giving up 70% completion, letting them complete 41% of their passes, and opponents are converting. So opponent red zone scoring 92% of the time they get in the red zone. They score. I believe that includes field goals. So, um, not great, but uh, it's not not the best. Like, like, um, let me just go to defensive statistics. Okay, I guess. Oh, here it is. Okay, they rank thirty first in opponent points per game, thirtieth in yards per game, opponent yards per game, thirty first in opponent points per play. 32nd in opponent yards per play, 20th in third down conversion, 28th in fourth down conversion, opponent, and this is all opponent, 29th in opponent red zone scoring, and 32nd, up, like dead last in opposing touchdowns per game. This defense is ass. This defense is ass. Are you kidding me? A dead last. And opponent yards per play, opponent touchdowns per game. This defense is horrendous. The only thing you can say they're good at is getting the the other team off field. Not even good at. The only thing you can say they're not bad at is getting the other team off on third down. That's it. So this forces Patrick Mahomes and that offense to be incredible every single game. They can't do that. They proved to me they can't do that. Because rushing-wise, they're not very good. They can't control the time of possession. They're 22nd in rush play percentage. They're actually 10th in rush yards, but they're 21st in rushes per game, so they don't rush that often. They're 13th in rush yards per game, but that's including Patrick Mahomes, right? So they're, they're kind of average, below average at rushing, and they're one of the worst opponent rushing teams. So when you get a lead on, on Patrick Mahomes, it's very easy to keep that lead. Why? Because you control so much of the time of possession in that game because you can just run the ball. It's not that hard, right? 
not you know, frankly, not that hard. They're twenty seventh in sacks. They're actually ninth in interceptions, but that's kind of due to Lamar Jackson. <clears throat> They're twenty third in opponent passing yards per game. That's including a Lamar Jackson game. They're ninth in actually opponent passes per game at thirty, which isn't bad, but. In yards per pass, they're 29th. In opponent completion, they're 25th. And opponent pass play percentage, they're actually 5th. So, like, it's, it's not great. I mean, but here's the thing. The other, te- other teams run the ball a lot on them, right? They're also one of the more penalized teams in the league, defensively. 32nd in opponent penalty yards per penalty. I think, yeah. They're 15th in penalty yards in offense. So, I mean, listen, like, they're not a good defensive team. This team is not, like, last season their team was like, oh, we're not bad defensively. They're respectable. This team, horrendous. Josh Gordon's going to play defense? I don't know. <laughs> He's not playing defense. So, listen, offensively they're going to put up points. But, Right now, the issues are the defense sucks, right? You look at PFF, which, again, isn't the best right now, but Nadi is 119th. Chris Jones, who's <coughs> been excellent for the past couple seasons, 22nd. Going from 2nd to 22nd at this point. Legereus Need, who went from... The 33rd best cornerback last season is now the 69th best cornerback. Tyra Matthew went from the 36th to the 50th. Daniel Sorensen went from the 86th. He's actually well, he's actually improved, but well, there's actually less less graded safeties. So he's at 43, which is down from last season. Their linebackers are all average below average, right? Where's Frank Clark? Where is this dude? Roster. Uh, position. He's an interior defensive lineman, right? Maybe he's not. Edge defenders. Frank Clark, 103rd of 103rd. Like, he's been having whew, a bad, bad season. So let me ask you this. We know Kansas City's in cap trouble, right? And if this team defensively doesn't get better, their offense is going to be good. But Patrick Mahomes, it feels like he has to play perfect football for this team to be good. Looking at their schedule coming up, listen, they have the Eagles this week. That should be a win. So they'll get back to 2-2. Two and two. Then they got the Bills. Then they have Washington, which we'll see. That should be a win. Then they have the Titans. Then they'll play the Giants, but then they'll play the Packers. Then the Raiders at in, in LA. Or in Las Vegas. They got the Cowboys, they got the Broncos, they got the Raiders, the Chargers at at, at, at San Diego. Broncos, Brangles. Like they, they do have some tough teams, right? They have some teams that can beat the Chiefs on a good day for them and a Chiefs not so you know, on a Chiefs day like that we've seen so far. So the Chiefs are also in a very tough division this year, surprisingly. You know, do I think the Broncos are for real? I don't know. 
but the three and out. And what's key about that is this, right? The Broncos right now and the Raiders are each two games ahead, right? The Chargers are a game ahead with a win over the Chiefs. So the Chargers are going to keep winning games, right? The Broncos and Raiders, you know, if, if Raiders win, they're, you know, they're 4-0. The Chiefs are 2-2. Two two. That's optimistic, right? So the Chiefs have ground to make up. And if they start playing average football, right, against good teams, that's going to be a problem. You know, they're, they're looking very average right now. And I, I just, I don't love the way Patrick Mahomes is playing. I th- I don't know. We'll see what happens, though. Um, I, it's not, again, it's not to say the Chiefs are in, you know, massive amounts of trouble. It's not panic time. But, you know, they do have a lot, they do have things to fix, and they have to make those changes. Because they have some teams that, you know, on the right day, will get the better of them, for sure. So, Thank you all for listening to another episode of The Master Plan. We'll be back soon with another episode, more sports content as always. Thank you all for listening. Have a great day. The game on the line, one shot. Who would you rather have taking it, Iggy or Curry? Of everyone on Golden State, open shot, fate of the universe on the line, or the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth, you better hit it. I want Iguodala.